Okay, good morning. Parashat Vayechi has Yaakov Avinu's final words to each of his children, giving them blessings and predictions for the future, and reflecting upon uh, what took place in the past as well, in turn, implanting within them a vision, a perspective, an understanding of what they can and should focus on in the future. I want to zone in this morning specifically on his words to Shimon and Levi. Shimon ve Levi achim kele hamas mecherotehem. The words of Yaakov Avinu to Shimon and Levi, undoubtedly referring to what took place in Shechem after the episode of Dina, he describes them as people who kele hamas mecherotehem. Weaponry is their way, is a stolen craft, as the art scroll translation. He's speaking about their weaponry, their way of killing, says Rashi. They took the umanut of Esav. Esav was from Yitzhak told, you live by your sword. And you, Shimon and Levi, seem to have seized that character trait. Describing the future for them, Yaakov finishes his message and he says, he says, they'll be dispersed, or I'll cause their dispersion amongst the nation. The description, in turn, of Yaakov, Abinu, Tishimon, and Levi is, if we're looking to somehow calm you, to diminish from the danger of that anger which each of you possess, it's necessary that we disperse you amongst the people. Those are the words of Yaakov and Rashi, in turn, explaining what it means that the dispersion will somehow help this. Says Rashi, The poverty-stricken individuals, those who are as well, maybe as a result, Sofrim, their scribes, the melamede tinokot, they're the teachers of children, they come from the tribe of Shimon, so that they will be spread out. Afisim, continues Rashi. Levi, a bit differently, but along the same lines, was dependent upon others going to, for collection, Teruman Ma'asir means that Rashi's interpretation of that dispersion as somehow helping and quelling the effect of anger of Shimon and Levi is by making them dependent upon other people. Shimon will be poverty-stricken. As a result, we'll have to become teachers and scribes, which are not making all that much money until today. And Levi, maybe a little bit more bekabot, says Rashi, but he'll have to, and they will have to, happen upon people in order to make a livelihood, in order to put bread on the table. At first glance, the description of Rashi from the rabbis is one in which, if we're looking to take away from the sting of anger, make certain that they realize that they're vulnerable, they're dependent upon others, disperse them, spread them out, so that their anger can't be strengthened through solidarity. Their anger can't be taken out on others when they're dependent upon others. But there is something a bit unexpected in these words of Rashi themselves, because the description of what Shimon would become, what they'd be involved in, is a bit surprising. It's startling at best. We want the individuals who, I say this as a question, who are possessed by anger to be teaching our children. We want them to be putting together our documents, our Sifre Torah as well, our Mizuzot, our Tefillin, to be our scribes. We want those individuals involved in Avodat HaKodesh, Levi, 
well, he's going to be collecting for Trumot and Ma'asrot. We'll find out later in the Torah why. Uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has them in, in charge of the Mishkan. He has them involved in Avodat HaKodesh, sanctified holy work at its highest level. These are the people, I understand dispersion and understand it as one in which we <coughs> took away from the sting, but that's the jobs that you're going to choose for them? Maybe we should give them innocuous, not spiritually uh, inherent jobs instead. In truth, the Gemara in Masechet Yoman Daf Kavdav has that Levi was as well the teachers of Am Yisrael, pointing to the Pesukim at the end in Parashat Vizot Haberacha, Yoru Mishpatech Yaakov. The Pasuk seems to describe how Levi was not going to only work in the Mishkan. They were going to be teachers, the Hachamim envision and understand. The major Moreh Hora'ah and Melamede Torah Bi Yisrael are from Shevet Levi, it's surprising. It's uh, somewhat of an unexpected twist in, uh, in, in description of the future for Yaakov. Why put the anger-prone individuals in those, in those positions? I would suggest quite simply that Yaakov, through these words and the rabbi's understanding of them, taught a message which we've repeated on so many occasions but bears mention yet again. I would uh, begin it from the Gemara in Masechet Kiddushin and Daf Lamed. The Gemara there and Daf Lamed Amud Bet describes how Akadosh Baruch Hu turned to us and said, Banai, or Beni, my children, or my son, I've created for you Yeser Hara, Arati Yeser Hara. I've built and put into motion evil inclination. However, Barati Torah Tevalin. That's right, I've created Torah as it's Spice. Antidote is the easy translation. The literal translation, though, is spice. Antidote, uh, medicine, would make a lot of sense. Here's your yeserara, you want to squash it, you want to do away with it. Torah, that's not the words of the Gemara. The words of the Gemara instead are tevalin, which means to say the spice, the salt. You know, the people who every time they get food put salt even before tasting it. That's my understanding of that Gemara. Torah can and should be not what takes away from your food on a consistent basis, but what gives flavor to your food. You'll live a life in which you're going to encounter Yeser Hara on a consistent basis. You're going to have difficulties and challenges in every circumstance, every turn, every uh, situation that you'll come in contact with. How do you deal with that? With Torah, with the proper perspective, with a given direction, and in turn, and as a result, those Yeser Hara circumstances won't be foul-tasting, they won't taste awful, they'll taste delicious. You'll be able to take the very, quote, evil and turn it into something positive if you give it the proper direction. The Gemara in Masechet Shabbat and Davkof Non Vav has a statement from Rav Asheh, because the Gemara over there is talking about the different mazalot, the different times of, during which a person might be born, and as a result, their tendencies. And the Gemara describes a person who's born under the mazal of Mars. That's the description in the Gemara. What's that person going to tend, going to, in their nature, intuitively be uh, drawn to? The Gemara said, to blood. And as a result, Rav Asher remarked, and he said, a person who has that sort of uh, intuition can, on the one hand, become a robber. He can, on the other hand, they'll become a Shohet, positively, he could become a Mohel, uh, he can become a person who once upon a time was therapeutic in letting blood. His description in short was that instead of seeing this as a uh, destined situation for stealing and killing, spin it, put some spice into it, and turn it into a positive 
directed situation. In truth, the Gemara then says that Rabbah said, I was born and I have that same tendency, but it's not true. I should be drawn to blood, but I'm not. Abaye says, you know what my master, what Rabbah was? Well, he was a judge, and as a result, he was indeed putting people to death as well. But that's the description, in turn, I believe, of Yaakov in Parashat Vayachit to Shimon and Levi. Your way with anger, that tendency to get overly passionate in these positions and situations, instead of squashing that entirely, dispersing it and putting you in low positions, let's use that but add a spice to it, turn it into Avodat HaKodesh, take that passion, that zeal, that excitement for truth and for doing things right, and position it, direct it appropriately. The Gemara, the Mishnah really, Masechet Berachot and Daf Nundalid, is Doresh Pasuk that we say more than once daily. Pasuk says that we're supposed to love God, Bechol Levavecha, and the double bet in the word Levavecha, instead of Levavecha, your heart, the rabbis understand as your hearts, and the Mishnah in turn says, it means Bishnei Yisrecha, with your two inclinations, with Yetzer Hara and Yetzer Hatov. I understand worshiping God with our Yetzer Hatov, our positive, do good aspect. Of course, that's how we should approach God with the Yetzer Hara as well. I believe the answer again is certainly, but with that Tevalim. Certainly, but with the positive spin on it, Yaakov turns to Shimon and Levi and says, Hamas It could be very dangerous, your tendency and your way. But if we add that spice of Kodesh to it, if we direct it in a sanctified, positive direction, it can be something absolutely beautiful and something that can blossom and bring forth realities that could, for anyone else, never be discovered. I'll conclude with words I once saw from Rav Kook, Zichron Olivracha. He commented, if I'm not mistaken, on the Midrash Tanchuman Parashat Kitisa. Over there, the Hachamim are imagining HaKadosh Baruch Hu's response to Am Yisrael's precedence, the way that they preceded Naaseh Nishma. They spoke about doing before listening and hearing and understanding. And the response of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kivyachol, was Devash Vehalav Tahad Leshonech. Pasuk from Shir Hashirim. He describes their words, their expression as being like Devash, honey, and halav milk underneath their tongue. And Rav Cook commented on that and realized that devash and halav are specific. Honey and milk are particular because honey comes from a sheritz, from a bee. A sheritz is something that's tameh, something that's certainly forbidden to consume, and nonetheless what comes from it, delicious honey. Blood, as well, is what gives most of the nutrients to milk. And as a result, devash and halav are realities which, taken on their own, without the spinning in the positive direction, are something that are either lethal, tameh, or bad at best, when they're taken instead in a positive direction, when they're envisioned as our words, our expression to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our fidelity to Him, our expression of turning to Him and saying, we want to do this through Torah and Mitzvot, well, it becomes the reality of Eretz Yisrael, the Eretz Abad Halavutvash. Yaakov's words to Shimon and Levi then are very relevant to each of us. It's easy to talk about it in the scheme of, of mentoring our children, of raising them. They have tendencies. It appears to be evil, terrible what they're involved in. Instead, take those tendencies and just spin them positively. But it's really in each of our own lives. We have passions for all sorts of things. We can take those passions and direct them in the wrong direction. 
we can alternatively add that salt, add that spice of Torah to it, turn it into one of Melamedetinokot, of the Sofrim of Shimon, of the Avodat HaKodesh of Levi. Take that passion, express it, continue to express it. Don't squash it under most circumstances. Instead, redirect it. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, amen. Amen.